the Rookie Leaders Podcast, Episode 17, Overcoming Imposter Syndrome. Welcome to the Rookie Leaders Podcast, the podcast of veteran leaders offering leadership lessons to newbies. Whether you're brand new to leadership or expanding your leadership responsibilities, this podcast will provide the knowledge and experience you need to lead courageously and effectively. This podcast is a production of the Credible Leadership Group, a coaching and consulting firm devoted to your leadership development, career advancement, and personal growth. Learn more at CredibleLeaders.com. So grab your notebook, a pen, and your bulletproof coffee as we explore the leadership lessons every leader needs to master. Now, here's your host, Michael Tanner. Michael Tanner, your host. Welcome to another episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast. As always, thrilled, so appreciative that you are here. You are lending your ears, your mind, your time to me for this podcast, and I'm so grateful for that. I do not at all take that for granted. I know that there are lots of resources, lots of information, lots of content out there that you could be consuming for the purpose of your leadership development, your career advancement, but you've chosen to listen to this podcast and I greatly, greatly appreciate that. So know that I never, ever take that for granted. So thank you so much for doing that. In the episode today, I want to talk to you a little bit about imposter syndrome. I'm going to explain exactly what that is. I'm going to explain, you know, how to identify it. And I'm going to explain a leader's proper response to the imposter syndrome. I'll let you know kind of right out of the gate that it it is basically a fear that every leader at some point in time will face. So we're going to talk about what it is, how to identify it, and then what is, as a leader, what is your proper response when you do feel this fear of imposter syndrome. Now, obviously, before I jump into the content, I've got a few housekeeping items that I want to share with you. As always, you can find the show notes for today's podcast episode over at rookieleaders.com. That's rookieleaders.com. You can find the show notes for today's podcast. While you're there, I hope that you will subscribe to the podcast. I hope that you, and you can do so in a number of different podcast directories. So I hope that you will subscribe to the podcast to ensure you never miss an episode. But also while you're there, Rating and review would be fabulous. I uh, really appreciate you do, leaving a rating and review of the podcast. Uh, you know, when you do that, it, it really helps with the search algorithms and things like that. Uh, and I just noticed something this past week that I'll ask you to do as well. If you leave a rating and review in any of the podcast directories, if you would reach out to me and let me know, you can email me at michael at credibleleaders.com. That's michael at credibleleaders.com, reach out to me and let me know that you've left a rating and review and in what podcast directory you left that review. Uh, I just realized this week that uh, even when I go and search those specific directories, I don't necessarily always see all the reviews. It could be based on country and just different things like that, but I'm unable to just 
see all of those reviews. So just let me know that you uh, have done that uh, because I want to say thank you for doing that. I know that that takes time out of your day, and I know that the process is not all that easy to leave a rating and review. So I just want to express my appreciation for you doing that. may even mention you here on the podcast itself, uh, but I, I don't necessarily know that you've done that unless you reach out to me. So I appreciate it if you would reach out to me. Let me know if you leave a rating and review. And obviously, I'm going to always ask you to share the podcast with others. Word of mouth is the very best advertising. So if you would share the podcast with others that you believe could benefit from this content, that would be much appreciated as well. Now, again, before I jump into uh, overcoming in the imposter syndrome, let me tell you just a, a quick word about the sponsors for today's podcast. This podcast episode is sponsored by JobStars USA. Are you looking for a new career? Does your resume need a refresh? How's your LinkedIn profile? JobStars USA is a career services practice. That means providing expert resume writing and career coaching for entry-level through executive-level career seekers. Visit CredibleLeaders.com forward slash JobStars for more information and to take advantage of a special discount offered to Rookie Leaders listeners. Use the promo code ROOKIE10. That's ROOKIE10, no spaces, and the number 10, one zero, for a 10% discount. That's CredibleLeaders.com forward slash JobStars and use the promo code ROOKIE10. Now back to our podcast. All right, thanks so much to the fine folks at JobStars USA once again for sponsoring today's podcast episode. Now let's dive right into the imposter syndrome, what that is, how do you identify that, and then you know what is your proper response? How do you overcome the imposter syndrome? So first of all, let's talk about what is it. So the imposter syndrome, it's it's essentially a fear. Okay, now fear, uh, fears come in, in insecurities, and they they come in lots of different forms. But imposter syndrome is a specific type of fear, if you will, and it sounds, if you will, something like this: Who am I to lead this team? So if you've ever asked yourself, or if you've ever thought to yourself, you know, who am I to lead this team or or some form of that question, right? Why am I leading this team when I'm not qualified to do so? Why am I leading this team when, you know, I'm not uh, educated enough? What are, right? So it's some form of who am I to lead this team? And, and you're thinking that thought to yourself, you've just experienced imposter syndrome. Now let's talk about well, where does that come from? What are the sources? Where does the imposter syndrome come from? Uh, you need to know this so that you can identify when you're having these thoughts, when you can identify this fear in order that you can have a, a proper response to it, right? So you need to identify, well, where are these things coming from? Where is this fear? Where is this thought coming from? Now, obvious one of the obvious sources of the imposter syndrome is yourself, your your own mind. Uh, We tend to be our own worst critic. And so as a leader, maybe we, maybe we make a mistake or we have some type of failure or something like that. And when we make those mistakes or have those failures, we're very, very prone to questioning ourselves and saying, well, who am I to lead this team when I can't even finish a project on time? Who am I to lead this team when I can't, you know, motivate the team, right? So you can see how the mind will immediately, you know, question you 
regarding your capability to lead the team. And so that's the first and foremost source of the imposter syndrome. And, and probably that's the most prevalent. So as you experience the imposter syndrome, the large percentage of the time, it's going to come from yourself and not from other people. But it can come from others as well. And so let me tell you about these other two sources. You may experience imposter syndrome in the form of a question from a team member. And it can be a, you know, a legitimate, valid uh, question that, that doesn't have the intention or the motive from that team member of making you question yourself or it's not ill-intended in any way, but the question is just in such a form that it makes you think to yourself, well, you know, you're right. Who, who am I to lead this team? Now, very rarely, we're going to talk about it in just a moment, but very rarely is a team member going to ask you, who do you think you are, right? Or, or who are you to lead the team? But they may ask other questions that lead you into imposter syndrome. Uh, I can tell you a scenario that happened to me several years back. Uh, I was leading a team through kind of an operational transformation, if you will. We were going to uh, completely transform the way we operated on a daily basis. And we were moving towards a, a very well-known operational methodology. And so we weren't just kind of making something up on our own or anything like that, but we were moving towards a, a, a very well-defined and well-documented and well-known operational methodology. And as I was talking, especially the leaders, I was talking to the leaders of the group kind of through this new methodology and through the plans for transforming, you know, our operations to that methodology and some of the steps that we were going to take as we made that move and things like that. So we're just kind of going through the details of making that transition. And one of the leaders in the group asked, asked me a very, you know, a very honest question, a very legitimate question. Uh, I have no reason to believe whatsoever that he had ill intent or, or, you know, concern or disbelief or anything uh, in his mind. It was just a, a sincere question on his part. And the question went something like this. Do you have experience in this new operational methodology? And luckily, my answer was, yes, I do. Uh, I did have past experience in operating in this new methodology that we were moving towards, right? But he was asking that, that question not for the sake of questioning me or the, the plan or the steps that we were discussing or even the operational methodology itself, he was really just asking that question to gain some confidence for himself that, you know, we're going to lead into this transformation. We're going to make these changes. We're going to operate in this new methodology and everything's going to be good, right? He was asking that question for the purpose of gaining some confidence for himself. But when he asked me that question of, do you have any experience operating in this new methodology? My mind could easily go into questioning, well, yeah, who am I? to lead this team into this change, right? Why am I qualified? Again, I was, uh, you know, I, I was lucky enough to have past experience. You maybe ask a question similar to that, and you don't have that past experience. Now, in that scenario, if I had been asked that question and I didn't have that past experience, then I'm going to be open about that. I'm going to be transparent and honest about that. And my answer would have been something along the lines of, you know, I haven't. But I know this is a well-documented, a well-defined, and a well-known methodology. And all the research I've done and the evaluation I've done says that it, it fits us and what we do very, very well 
And I believe that it's going to be successful for us, especially if we stick to this planet, right? So I could respond in that way. But you can see how just a simple question from a team member could send your mind into a tailspin, if you will, of questioning yourself, who are you and, and what makes you qualified and so forth to lead this change or or whatever it is that, that you're doing as a leader. A simple question from a team member could be a source that cultivates imposter syndrome in your own mind. Now, third, let me explain this one to you. I've taught this before, and and I and at one time I had this individual came to me after teaching this, and he said, "Well, I've got another source of the imposter syndrome, and that's that's a direct question from a team member." Uh, and so, uh, you, you know, this third source, as I mentioned earlier, you may have a team member that asks an, an innocent but legitimate question. Well, you may also have a team member that directly questions your qualifications to lead, right? They may um, either privately or even publicly, and they may directly ask you, who are you to be leading us? What qualifies you to lead us and things like that? So it, it may be even a direct question. And again, it could be public. It could be private either way. And you see this occasionally in, in the guy that shared this scenario with me. He told me about his scenario. And you see this at times when you have uh, a peer within the team that has been promoted to leaders. And so now you have team members that at one time you guys were peers. And, and maybe if I remember correctly, his his scenario was the guy that was questioning him they both applied for this promotion as you know into a leadership position. He got it. The other guy didn't. Now this guy, in a very public way, was really questioning him. Who are you to lead this team? Uh, in the the scenario, the story that he told me was it was a very public situation. It was a team meeting kind of thing, and the guy was asking explicitly and direct questions around who are you to lead this team, right? Um, and so yeah, you can. You can have that situation where you have a team member directly questioning your capabilities, your qualifications, your credibility as a leader. We're going to talk a little bit as we talk about, uh, you know, the the proper response to that here in just a moment. But just recognize that those are sources of this imposter syndrome, uh, you know, feeding into your mind. You, you you can just question yourself. You can you, you can kind of build up those questions in your mind from legitimate, innocent questions from your team members. And then obviously, if uh, someone directly and explicitly asks you about, you know, who you are to lead this team, then that can obviously build a fear up into your mind as well around your qualifications to, uh, uh, to lead the team. Now, let's talk about, well, what is the, the fear typically based on, right? If you have the fear of an imposter syndrome, what is it typically based on? Uh, now, it's it could be a number of any different criteria that makes you question your qualifications or your abilities to lead a team, but it's most often something like these. Uh, so let me give you a quick list of uh, fears that, that imposter syndrome is typically based upon. First of all, it's it's oftentimes based on a, on a fear of you know, I'm not smart enough, I'm not intelligent enough, or I don't know enough. I don't know enough about this team, these people. I don't know enough about this product. Uh, I don't know enough about this business, whatever it might be. It's, it's something related to intelligence. It's something related to, you know, level of education maybe, or just experience-based um, as well. Maybe I'm too inexperienced. I'm 
right? I, I don't have enough experience with this product or this customer or this team. And so you build up that fear of, well, who am I to lead this team when I'm, I'm too inexperienced in this field? Um, I've even seen this one. I'm too old. Um, I, I recognize that, especially as we get older in age, sometimes uh, just this insecurity around our age and things like that. And, and th- these younger generations, they won't listen to me. I can't influence them. And so I've seen the imposter syndrome arise in individuals because they feel like, well, I'm too old. I'm too, you know, if you will, disconnected from this group to lead them well. I've seen it uh, in, uh, in fears related to education. Maybe I don't have a degree. Maybe I don't have the right degree. Uh, maybe I maybe I didn't finish college. Maybe I never went to college. Whatever it might be, right? We we will use the uh, the excuse that I don't have proper credentials of some sort for the sake of uh, you know imposter syndrome. We'll tell ourselves we're not qualified. Who you know who who am I to lead this team when I don't even have a degree? Um, and so we'll tell ourselves that. Um, sometimes it's around title. Uh, now, oftentimes a leader that is experiencing this. Uh, they have some type of leadership title, and therefore, uh, it, it's the um, uh, you know the title itself that leads you into feeling like uh, this imposter syndrome. But there are also areas where you don't feel like you, you have the right authority to influence the way you want to influence. And so, who am I to try to influence this team to 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 make that change when I'm not the leader, you know, the overall leader of that team, or who am I to lead this team into this change when my boss hasn't told me to do so or something like that. So it can be title-based as well or organizational-based, uh, you know, where you fit in the organizational structure and things like that. But just recognize that the imposter syndrome is is always based on some type of fear that you are inadequate in some way. And again, it could be not smart enough, not experienced enough, you know, whatever it might be. In some way, you're feeling inadequate and there is a fear that's based on that. Now, let me talk about, well, as a leader, what is your proper response? When your mind questions you, who are you to lead this team or any form of that question? When your mind asks you that question, who are you to lead this team? Then I want to explain to you the proper response, your proper response, you know, back to yourself, if you will, or back to that individual that is asking you explicitly and directly, this is your proper response. First of all, the first thing that you want to do is just mentally and internally, if you will, you want to recognize that imposter syndrome is normal and it is common. I believe every single leader has at one time or another experienced imposter syndrome. They may not have recognized it, but I believe every single leader has experienced it in some way or or another and at some point in time. Uh, And so it's normal. And it's even common. I would even submit to you this. Experiencing the imposter syndrome is good for a leader. Here's what that tells me. If you've experienced imposter syndrome, here's what that tells me. That tells me that you care enough to do a good job. That tells me that that leadership in your mind isn't just about a title or it isn't about authority or it isn't about, you know, just being able to tell people what to do or, or anything like that. But leadership is much more than that. It's much more important to you. And if you didn't experience some type of imposter syndrome, then I would worry that maybe your ego is is running wild. I would worry that you are in leadership for all the wrong reasons and things like that. So just first of all, recognize imposter syndrome. It's normal. It's common. And it's even good. 
as a leader to, to have this, this fear or this concern, if you will, every now and again. And number two, I'd say recognize that you don't have to have all the answers. I know this is a misconception a lot of people have as they go into leadership. They, they have this feeling or this fear that, well, I've got to have all the answers. And that's not true. In fact, as a leader, it's, it's okay to say, I don't know, but let's find out together. Or I'm not exactly sure what we should do in that situation. Let's try this together. So it's okay to not have all the answers. So just kind of set that misconception and that myth aside and don't let that feed into your, uh, you know, your imposter syndrome. And now I want to share just, if you will, kind of a few statements, Uh, maybe even affirmations if you want to use that word that you can tell yourself in response to the imposter syndrome. And you can even tell that individual, you know, we talked earlier about that individual that might directly and explicitly question, you know, your leadership of the team and why you're the leader. You can even share these kind of affirmations or these kind of comments back to that person. You can certainly share them with yourself for the purpose of overcoming this fear of imposter syndrome. And you're going to say something like this. No one else can be me. No one else can be me. You're going to say this also. No one else will care more about this team than I do. No one else will care more about this team than I do. And you can also say this third thing. No one else will be more committed to the success of this team than I am. So what you're saying there in those you know, statements, those commitment statements, if you will, you're, you're affirming that your leadership of your team isn't about how smart you are. It isn't about how experienced you are or what your age is or what kind of degree you have or even what kind of title you have. Your, your leadership of that team is based on who you are and the commitment you're making to that team. No one else can be you. There's no one else on your team. There's no one else in your company, in your business. That can be you. But there's you can make the decision that you're going to care more about your team and your team members than anyone else. I've said it a million times on this podcast. Leadership is about relationship. In order for you to have a relationship with those you influence, those you lead, you have to care about them. And you can say to yourself, You can say to that individual that might be questioning you directly, no one else will care more about this team and every team member on it than I am. No one will care more than me. And then as it relates commitment to the success, you can say to yourself and that individual, no one else will be more committed to this team's success than I am. Those three things, those three statements, those three affirmations that you're saying to yourself make you a good leader. That's why you're leading this team because you can say with all honesty and sincerity, those three statements, no one else can be you. No one else will care more about the team than I do. And no one else will be more committed to the success of this team than I am. And that will make you a successful leader that has then, then you're, you're starting to mentally, if you will, overcome the imposter syndrome. And the very last thing that I'm going to say to you in terms of a proper response to the imposter syndrome is take action. 
And I say that because action is the only way to defeat fear. No matter what the fear is, what type of fear it is, we're talking about a specific fear here in the imposter syndrome, but it doesn't matter what the fear is, the only way to overcome that fear is to take action. And it can even be small and incremental and consistent action. But as you begin to take action, you will begin to alleviate that fear that you have. And again, in this case, it's the imposter syndrome. So when you question yourself or when someone else questions you about who are you to lead this team, your answer is going to be, no one else can be me. You're going to answer with, no one else will care about this team more than I do. And no one else will be more committed to the success of this team than I am. And with those statements of affirmation, you then take action and you will have overcome you, you will have overcome the uh, the imposter syndrome or any other fear, for that matter, that you might be played with as a leader. So I hope that's explained for you exactly what the imposter syndrome is, how do you identify it, and certainly how do you overcome it or what is your proper response as a leader. Now, as I depart and, and uh, close out this podcast episode, uh, let me once again, a few housekeeping items. Head over to rookieleaders.com. You can find the show notes there for this podcast. A particular episode, be sure you check out the folks at Jobstars USA. You can go to credibleleaders.com forward slash Jobstars. Credibleleaders.com forward slash Jobstars. Subscribe to the podcast and be sure you share it with each and every person that you encounter. As I mentioned earlier, if you rate and review the podcast, one, I greatly appreciate you doing that. But reach out to me also and let me know that you've done that just so that I can express my appreciation for you doing that. I've mentioned it also a a few times in the podcast, but in closing, let me mention the community that's being built at community.credibleleaders.com. Community.credibleleaders.com. We're building a community there where we're bringing together leaders for the purpose of supporting uh, each other in this leadership and career advancement uh, effort. So hope you'll join that community. There's lots of folks in the community now, lots of leaders there that I assure you, you can learn from, you can benefit from engaging with them. So I hope you'll join us in that community. It's free to join and you can engage with lots of other leaders there in the community. So so head over to community.credibleleaders.com and join the community today. And again, I hope today I've helped you overcome the imposter syndrome. Until I speak with you again next week, be blessed and lead well. podcast has ended, but never fear. You can find other binge-worthy podcast episodes at rookiereaders.com. If you like this episode, please rate and write a review in iTunes. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. And remember to share this episode with your friends and colleagues looking for leadership lessons of their own. We appreciate your support. For more great leadership content, head over to credibleleaders.com.